Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? I hope you're having a great week. I sure as heck am. So today, I wanted to provide you with a quick training tip that I know is going to help you. If you're someone who is just getting started with your running, or if you're someone that's already getting after it. Now, quite often, I hear runners complaining about their feet. They're aching and hurting and just feeling downright annoyed with them. And let me tell you, your feet, oh man, your feet, they got to be taken care of. Now, I love it when I see runners stretching after a run instead of just hopping back into their car to quickly get back home, because when I see that, I know that they know that stretching is super darn important to keep them from feeling tight and sore later in the day. But when it comes to stretching, so many runners neglect their feet They quickly stretch their quads, their hamstrings, their low back, but usually that's about it. What about you? Are you someone who quickly does that after a run or after a workout? But what about your feet? Do you ever think about stretching your feet after a run? Or are you one of those people who thinks, eh, stretching, you know, you don't really think about it until you start to get those nagging, achy pains. I know, I know you're probably nodding your head up and down right now because that's totally you, right? Well, that's why today I wanted to share with you a quick training tip. Yes, it's gonna be quick because if you're not already stretching your feet, after this episode, I hope you'll understand why you need to start. And the biggest reason I'd encourage you to do this is to help keep that dreaded plantar fasciitis far, far away. So today I've got three super simple actions that you can take that will literally take you less than 10 minutes, maybe even eight minutes to do after your runs. Now, Before I jump into what those three things are, if you're someone who's heard of plantar fasciitis before, but you're not exactly sure what it is or why it happens, let me just explain that to you briefly. Now, plain and simple, plantar fasciitis is an inflammation of the plantar fascia, and it's pretty much the most common foot ligament injury that runners experience. Say what? Yep. And that's exactly why I wanted to talk with you about it today. Along the bottom of your feet, running from your heel to your toes, you have over 100 tendons, ligaments, and muscles. Crazy, right? 
And what's even more crazy is that you also have 26 bones in each foot. Yes, each foot. Now, by me just sharing those two facts with you, I hope you can see why taking care of your feet is so darn important. And if you are multitasking right now or you got a little distracted folding laundry, washing dishes, walking your dog, come back to me because I'm going to say that again. Each of your feet, each one, has 26 bones and over 100 tendons, ligaments, and muscles. And specifically with these ligaments, um, the job or the role of them is to attach the bones of your feet together, sort of like um, a cord or a rope. And then the fascia in your feet, we have fascia throughout our body, but the fascia, which is a system of connect, connective tissue, it really encloses or encases those ligaments, just like um, just like sausage, just like sausage casing does. It really provides structure to those ligaments um, and to certain structures within our body. And when either the fascia, that sausage-like casing gets tight, maybe bundled into small knots in certain places, or that fascia gets stressed, or the actual plantar ligaments get overstressed or overstretched, inflammation occurs, causing that pain and that achingness and that uncomfortable tenderness. Now, when it comes to fascia, it doesn't just cover ligaments. It's a connective tissue that also covers a lot of other things in our bodies, like bones, muscles, organs, and blood vessels. But with our foot ligaments, and specifically the plantar ligaments and the fascia, this tightness and inflammation can even limit your ability to run. So this plantar fasciitis that develops, it can eventually turn into something that's so bad that you're not even able to run. And in some cases, it can turn into other types of foot injuries, um, like heel spurs and that sort of thing. And if you are somebody that wants to keep running or you want to get into running and you haven't yet started, you got to keep your feet healthy and you got to keep those plantar ligaments and that plantar fascia healthy and happy. <laughs> and then the other reasons it's so important, I think, that you tend to them is because their main purpose is to help really stabilize your arch, which ultimately supports your body weight. And they provide this, not only this static support, which is, you know, when we stand in place, they're really holding the load of our body on, you know, our feet when we're upright. But they also provide this dynamic shock absorption, which really helps absorb that load and absorb that force when you're walking and when you're running. So it's pretty darn important if you ask me. Now, if you're someone who's, you know, you've experienced plantar fasciitis before, you know, you know, it's no bueno. That's what we say here in New Mexico. It's not good at all. And besides not tending to them or, neg or neglecting them altogether, 
you know, a few other reasons it happens is because you may have tight calves or Achilles, your Achilles tendon might be tight. You may be somebody that is increasing your mileage too quickly or putting in a lot of high mileage. Or you may even be someone that's carrying a little bit more weight on your body, on your frame. So you might be a little heavier. And then that puts stress on the bottom of your feet, those arches, that structure. Or you may be somebody that already has high arches on your feet. Okay, so there are other reasons that people get plantar fasciitis. Um, Usually it's because of these reasons, but a lot of times it's because you're just neglecting your feet altogether. And so today I really wanted to provide you with the simplest and the easiest way to keep it from happening or keep it far, far away if you are somebody that's experienced it before. And in order to do that, I am going to give you three simple and easy actions or three simple and easy steps you can take um, that I'd like you to be consistent with that are going to help you with that. And these are what the three things are. I want you to start rolling your feet. I want you to start icing your feet. And I want you to start stretching your calves, which ultimately is going to stretch your Achilles tendons. And doing so, really, it is only going to take you like 10 minutes or so, probably even eight, to do all three of these things. Seriously. So here's what I want to suggest to you. um, If you want to keep your feet healthy and strong, and if you want to get started running and do it in a smart way and stay running if you're already running right now. So after a run, I want you to stretch your calves. And your Achilles tendons. You can do them both at the same time. So you can stretch them one at a time or you can stretch them together at the same time. I'm somebody that likes to be efficient. So I stretch my calves and Achilles at the same time. I want you to find a step either near a wall or near your vehicle. You know, pull out your phone, go to your timer, plug in one minute. And then all I want you to do is drop your heels off the step or off the sidewalk and hold it for one minute. Now, make sure you place the ball of your foot on top of the step or the sidewalk, and I want you to drop the arches and the heels. And if you're stretching them one at a time, it's only going to take you two whole minutes, 120 seconds. I really think you can spare two minutes after a run, right? Then when you get home, if you have to drive home after a run, I want you to grab a lacrosse ball or a golf ball. Um, I recommend a more dense ball. I use various sizes of balls on my feet, but they're all pretty firm. Um, And I want you to place it under the ball of your foot. Again, pull out your phone with that timer, but place the ball underneath your foot. It's better if you do this standing up so you can have that added weight of your body helping you press down into the ball. And I want you to roll the ball front to back, heel to toe for one solid minute on each foot. Front to back for one minute. Then reset your timer, just start it over again. And for another minute, roll the ball side to side directly under the underneath the arch underneath the ball of your foot and underneath the heel of your foot going side to side. Just one minute, 
for a total of two whopping whole minutes on each foot. Doesn't take long. Then lastly, I want you to ice your feet. And this really helps reduce that inflammation. So you can either place a bag of ice under both of your feet after a run. Um, I just ice the bottom, you know, and just ice the bottoms of them. I like to fill up a small plastic tub. It, you know, you can get them at the dollar store, Target, that sort of thing. You know, big enough for just both of your feet side by side. And I like to just fill it with some ice and some water just to cover up, um, cover my feet up to my ankle. And I place my feet in there for two minutes. It's a little uncomfortable, but it really just takes a couple minutes of um, submerging your feet in the ice bath um, or placing the bottom of your feet on a bag of ice. Some people like to get a uh, water bottle and fill it with water, throw it in the freezer, and you can actually roll forward and back at the same time that you're icing. I personally like to take it into two steps. I like to do the rolling and then I like to submerge, uh, submerge, submerge, (laughs) submerge my feet in the ice. I feel that it's just a little bit more effective. Um, So right there, time wise, you've literally spent maybe eight total minutes. Um, It really doesn't take that long. And that eight minutes is really It's really insignificant in the big picture in comparison to getting injured and being sidelined for weeks with plantar fasciitis. Um, And I know you don't want that. And so by creating this habit of doing these three things after every run, it's really going to help reduce that inflammation, reduce that tightness because you are rolling them in different directions and you're stretching the calves and the Achilles tendons. And it's going to reduce the stress on those ligaments of your feet, which is ultimately going to keep you running and keep you upright. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there are some people that are more prone to getting plantar fasciitis. They are more at a higher risk. Like I said, those with high arches, carrying more weight on their body or ramping up their mileage too soon. But in general, I really strongly feel that all runners need to get in the habit of tending to their feet, especially if you fall into those higher risk groups, um, and start thinking of your feet just like you do with your hamstrings and your quads and your low back. It's something that needs to be uh, stretched just like those muscles. Now, I will be sharing with you more quick training tips on future podcast episodes. Some of them will still be related to your feet because this isn't all of it. But I really thought sharing this could get you started off on the right foot. Um, And I really want you to think of these quick training tips as those 1% that I mentioned, um, I believe it, it was it was in the last last week's episode, if not the week before. But I really want you to start think of thinking of these quick training tips as those one percents that add up and often make the greatest impact. So I'd love for you to go wander over to a golf course near you, kind of walk around, look under a few of their bushes. I'm sure you're going to find a lost golf ball or two there. Or go online and order yourself a lacrosse ball um, and one of those simple, just a simple plastic tub 
that you can fit both your feet in and really get started doing these three things after your next run. All right. I enjoyed spending some time with you this week. I look forward to hanging out with you next week. I know this was a quick training tip episode, but until um, next week, my friend, I want you to go grab your running shoes, lace up and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. 